views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned, because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Yes, it is talk radio to thrive by. And it is, as John Martini said, transformative talk radio that will change your lives. And it will change your lives if you are willing to step up and be the one to take that action to create the change. That's what today's show is about. We have got a fabulous show for you today. One of the things that I've learned over time for myself, and I don't know, Benny, if this has been your story, that there's been change that I've wanted to create in my life. And I've thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. And the thinking is not enough sometimes. You actually have to take a step or two and get out there and make things happen. They don't have to be large steps, but they do have to be action. It's around forward motion and movement. And as we move into this holiday season, and especially with one of my favorite days of the year right next to Halloween, it's Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It's a day that you actually get to suit up. You I love how you up. say that. You get to suit up. It's from a movie show. TV I'm telling show. you. And you get to show up. And yeah. when you suit up and show up, you get to decide what it is you want to bring to the table. So I'm not talking about the cranberries or the turkey or in my family, the lasagna and all of that. I'm talking about what you bring to the table in terms of who you are and what you're willing to give back. Give back to this world and this planet. So today's show for me is about hope. It's about positive action. It's about an individual that decided he was going to do something and created a, a wonderful documentary. And it's about all of the people that you know that are on the vibration of giving and giving back. So before we begin today, uh, introducing my guest today, which is Turk Pipkin, we are going to invite you right now i would like to do this invite you to think about what you are absolutely divinely totally expressively grateful for in your life i'm asking you to do this because once you bring that into your consciousness once you bring that into your soul that will be your gift to people that you connect with and interact with over this next four days. I'm hoping that we can do this every day. But what I'm saying is let's kick it into gear and come to that place of gratitude right now where you know that you are divinely magnificent and so are all the people around you. And so ask yourself the question as you're suiting up, as you're pulling up to the table, getting ready to carve whatever you're carving. 
Some of my friends are saying, we don't eat meat. Okay. As you're getting ready to eat the vegetables or whatever on the table, before you take that bite, fully embrace the gratitude that is so in your heart that everyone around you can feel the energy. I have an individual joining me today that has taken that energy out into the world. And moving beyond many of the questions we see in documentaries these days, moving beyond uh, the idea of this is the way it is, for me, the movie that we're talking about, the work that he has done, the work that Turk has done, has been about asking us to take action. But that's just my opinion. Let me just tell you a little bit about who this individual is, Turk, Turk Pipkin. He is recognized by far for a long career in the world of books, television, and film. Uh, by the way, he is the author of over 10 books, fiction, nonfiction, and they have uh, in, in bestsellers uh, that, that are, are in his, his resume. I mean, he is a well-established individual. Um, he's also been on uh, acting appearances and Friday Night Lights and the Alamo and, and so forth and so on. He's been on The Sopranos, and you would ask yourself, wow. Here's somebody that is absolutely successful. Wonder why he would he would think of doing a documentary called Nobility. Why would that happen? Uh, he did. And it is a movie that I want to introduce you to, and you're going to hear lots more about it. But it's a movie that comes from the eyes of children, and he'll tell you about that. He is one of the most moving individuals around and he has brought to the table as i call it some of the most premier people in the world of global change and transformation people that have stepped up and not just talk about the goodies but have gone out and made the goodies for for other people so i want to read this to you this is from turk there's nothing magic about change Uh oh it's that word benny should i go into it I want you to. Should I go into my, yeah, my stepmother? Yeah, perfect. All right, here we go. And, and Turk will do it. Here, there's nothing, nothing, nothing magic about the changer. No, 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 no. You got to start over. All right, how do you want to I want do you it? to really feel okay. this one. You ready, everyone? There is nothing, nothing magic about the changer. Ah, there there's it is. There is nothing magic. And we're going to be talking about this because as you're invited today to step up to the table and all I'm asking you to do is change a little vibration here. We're talking with Turk today, Turk, Turk Pipkin, and we're talking about how he has taken his gift out into the world and created a magnificent opening around a film, by the way. And let me just tell you about this film. If you haven't heard about it, you're going to see it all over the place. It's definitely as big as can be on my website. And it's a film that has been you know, official selection of the Sierra Energy Club awards left and right. Uh, we're talking about official selection of the Maui Film Festival. This is a film that you look at through nine Nobel laureates. And so without further ado, let me introduce you to Turk. Turk, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Dr. Pat, after that wonderful introduction. My ego is uh, is so inflated. I'm not sure you'll be able to stand to talk to me. I am so standing to talk to you. Uh, I, this is an honor to be speaking with you and to be speaking with you and thanking you for speaking with so many people that have gotten off the couch, that have suited up, that have decided to show up to create positive change. And I would like to start out with a question that I ask every one of my guests. The question is this. Given all that I've just said about you and all that you've done and will continue to do, 
what are some of the challenges? What are some of the obstacles that you, Turk, you personally have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Well, I, I think I, personal challenges are the same ones that everyone, that everyone, all of us deal with. And, and really what I had to overcome was, um, you know, the, the resistance to the idea that, uh, that these things are too big to deal with. Um, you know, the movie looks at the largest problems. Nobility looks at the largest problems we face in the coming decades, uh, the, the issues that are going to shape our children's and our grandchildren's lives. And, they're, you know, the global warming and energy and global health and poverty, these are really big questions, larger questions of war and peace. And you go, oh, my God, you know, what, what in the world could I have to say or what could I possibly do that would affect those things? And it, as soon as you start thinking in that way, you um you know you're rooted in in action and uh so the even if the concern there is there it's uh, which i think it is in almost all americans um you know it's it's, it's hard to work up the nerve to say i could do something uh you know on the other side of that i had i've got two daughters and a wonderful wife and my kids you know got into up to that age where they were saying you know tell me what's the deal about this and how bad is it out there and you know questions i couldn't really answer all that easily and as I started trying to answer their questions, I started answering a lot of questions <laughs> of my own. And as I ran across inspiring people like Jody Williams, uh, who is where that quote comes from, there's nothing magic about change. Uh, you know, I, I realized, wait a minute, there's a lot I could do. Well, I think we need to finish the quote because I love this. I, I was watching the film. Uh, I watched it uh, late earlier uh, when I first received it, and then I watched it this morning again. And I was very struck by her quote and it is a quote i think we should let our listeners hear and then say a little bit turk about who she is because the depth and breadth of watching your conversation with her you know this woman that looks like somebody that you know would be our peeps anybody that we would run into walking down the street yeah it's it's amazing and for those who don't know jody uh, williams is the founder of the international campaign to ban landmines and uh, it's the first group in history to, you know, to bring about an international treaty to completely ban a weapons system. And um, the positive, you know, results that have come from this, that there are countries all over the world, countless countries all over the world, where where millions of landmines have been taken out of the ground, where tens of thousands of people who would have otherwise, you know, children, young people, old people, all ages, who otherwise would have been crippled and maimed and blinded by landmines that have been left from all kinds of various wars um, where the people are leading happy, healthy lives because of the work of this group and uh, the leadership of Jody. It's really quite amazing. Well, it is quite amazing. And, and, uh, and you taking yourself out there and capturing these amazing people. We're going to be talking about uh, these folks today. We're going to be talking about the film because this is really a call to action. I mean, what was Jody's message to you in that conversation? Well, I mean, the, given all that she is, there was a powerful message here. Yeah, the, the rest of that quote is, and, and it's uh, really quite succinct, uh, and it is, I mean, I, Jody in this film, and I think in many great ways in her life, she is she is a living, you know, testament to the idea that one person can change the world. And Jody says, you know, there's nothing magic about change. You just have to pick an issue that you care about 
And that's a key point there. It, it doesn't have to be all the issues in the world. It's just one that's important to you. Pick an issue that you care about, get up off your butt, and take action. You, you don't know what the effects of your action are going to be. She says, you know, when we founded the Land Time campaign, did we know what kind of results no. we were going to have? No. We just knew it was the right thing mm -hmm. to do. Well, let's take a short break on that note. When we come back, we've got lots more to talk about with Turk Pipkin. We'll be right back. The film is Nobility. We'll be right back, everyone. Turk Pipkin joins the Dr. Pat Show, introducing his new documentary, Nobility, combining the insights of nine distinguished Nobel laureates. This documentary features conversations with these laureates and gives their insight into the world's most pressing problems and possible solutions. Powerfully motivating, Pipkin's journey across the world reveals how one person can change the world, and every person has the opportunity to do so. For more information, please visit nobilitythemovie.com or call 1-800-424-2593. Why do people travel across the globe to see Dr. Nusheen Darvish at the Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue? Is it her specialization in women's health, allergies, and chronic illness? Is it because she founded a uniquely comprehensive, integrative clinic for cutting-edge, non-invasive, and FDA-approved therapies that improve the health of all patients? Yes, it is. Find out for yourself. 425-451-0404. That's 425-451-0404. Imagine spending time meeting like-minded people, sharing a scrumptious meal, and uplifting and nurturing your soul with messages by the best speakers and musicians around. Lunch for Your Soul is a delicious, sweet gathering of people committed to living more consciously and bringing joy to their work. Join Lunch for Your Soul the third Thursday of each month. For more information, visit their website, thebroadview.com. That's thebroadview.com. Reclaim your health and well-being. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn about dynamic energy healing and the amazing ways of reclaiming empowerment. Dynamic energy healing is a universal energy frequency that supports healing on the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual levels and is taught by Bente Hansen, author of The New World of Self-Healing. For more information, contact Bente at 253-951-7223. That's 253-951-7223 or visit dynamicenergyhealing.net. Would you like one of the most rewarding sales jobs of your life? The Dr. Pat Show has rapidly grown into the number one radio show to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show is hailed for its remarkable guests, sponsors with integrity, and amazing listeners. Dr. Pat is in search of a creative, self-starting, energetic person to join the marketing team. If you're interested in helping promote and sustain the Dr. Pat Show, please submit your resume to pat at thedrpatshow.com. Again, that's pat at thedrpatshow.com. This is your opportunity to make a difference in your community and the world. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm hoping Benny can find that old David Bowie song, Changes. 
And uh, I don't know if we can, you know, bring that up. But if anybody can do it, Benny can do it. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. You know, I get to talk to a lot of totally awesome people. And this interview we have scheduled uh, much, uh, well, actually well in advance. And so I've been sitting on the edge of my seat waiting to bring Turk in here, the filmmaker of the film Nobility. And and what we want to know about that, Turk, is first of all, many things. But I think it would be important to to give people a sense what this film is about, where the inspiration came from, and what made you get off the couch and start to go out and film these conversations. Uh, great. Thank you. Uh, Nobility is a, a look at the world's problems through the eyes of Nobel laureates. And I, I think, I, like a lot of people, I was frustrated in trying to find reliable information you know, from the media, and and really, I think it it comes from a point of view. It doesn't really matter if you're talking red state, blue state, Republican, you know, nah. Democrat, conservative. Nah. We nah. all want to have reliable information. We want to know what's going on in the world, and so that's really where it came from. Is a you know a thirst for knowledge, and and it wasn't just the media. It's not just the government. It's not just corporations. It's hard to get reliable information anywhere. And I just kind of had this idea that Nobel laureates are kind of like made, like a made guy in the mob. You know, here I am, I have this little role on The Sopranos from time to time. I, I play that uh, idiot narcoleptic guy, Janice, that was Janice's boyfriend for a season on The Sopranos. Uh-huh. And, and, but you know, Nobel laureates are like a made guy in the mob. You know, when you win the Nobel Prize, they can't, you, they can't ever take that away from you. No. And, um, they they don't have to be beholden. For the most part, their work uh, has already established them in who they are. They don't owe anyone any political allegiance. They really, as much as I've been able to see, are a group of people who value knowledge above all else. And uh, so I had the idea I could go to Nobel laureates and ask them questions about what's going on in the world and maybe get the, gets a little bit more unfiltered truth. And as it turned out, they were brilliant, and the, I won't name all of them right now, but uh, Steven Weinberg, a physicist uh, in Austin, was a, one of the starting places of this film because I live in Austin, and Weinberg talks about global warming. Uh, he has a very uh, common-sense approach to global warming, which is that the consequences are so bad if global warming turns out to be as bad as you know environmentalists have been saying and many scientists have been saying. That it, the burden of proof really should have been all along on the people who said there was no global warming, um, because if it turns out they're wrong, <laughs> we're all in dire straits. So we're now just now really the public awareness has finally caught up to the curve, and now we all know we have to do something, but we're still not doing what we need to do. And the action really needs to to take place quickly. It's not something we need to study 20 years. We're way behind the curve. Um, Rick Smalley talks about energy. Uh, Dr. Harold Varmus talks about uh, global health crises, about AIDS, malaria, tuberculosis. Uh, and the list just continues all the way through Desmond Tutu, uh, who in the end of the film, I think, is a, uh, gives us one final powerful motivation for why we should address these problems, which is that we are one family, and it's uh, time for us to, uh, to wake up and recognize that fact. Well, uh, the point that uh, he does make is is something that I think that has raised the vibration. And, and I many people say it has to do with the Mayan calendar. Many people say it has to do with an energy shift. Many, I mean, there are a lot of different theories around what people are noticing as, quote, a change in vibration on the planet. And the change in vibration on the planet is a change that you're talking about, not of separation, but more of the energy of coming together 
together to find the commonalities that we have with each other, whether we live here in the United States or we're living in Iraq. And, and so it is that message about oneness that brings us to this place, Turk, doesn't it, where we look at some of these issues and it isn't about one country or another. These are issues that affect everyone everywhere. These problems, we share all of these problems. Uh, everyone in the world shares these problems. I mean, particularly if you talk about something like global warming, it's it's so obvious, you know, that, you know, when you look at a nation like Bangladesh that may go out of, uh, out of existence because of rising sea levels, um, then there's someone who contributed very little to the uh, total of some of the problem uh, as far as how much pollution they emit, and uh, they were going to suffer the most. But we're, we're all going to suffer, every, every person and every uh, creature on the face of the earth, by the consequences of, of the pollution we've put in the atmosphere. And um, the, it's across the board, and the same thing, you know, in the issues of war and peace, uh, we... We, which Tutu addresses uh, quite eloquently, and, and we all suffer from the consequences, for instance, of this war in Iraq. Um, whether you have uh, family members who are fighting over there and, and sacrificing for their country or not, whether you're an Iraqi or whether you're an American or whether you're a person in another country, the whole world is affected by what's going on there. And we are interconnected in a, in a way that the human species never was before. Well, I started out this show inviting our listeners to think about, and really, when you pull up to that table, whatever that's going to look like for you over these next couple of days, to really think about a place of gratitude. Think about the things that you can say in your life that you're grateful for. And as you move into uh, the holidays and start to think about your goals for the next year, I wonder if every one of us can think about picking something whether it's large or small or whatever it is, that will create positive change. And the reason that I say that today is because I was struck. I was struck, and I shared this with you during the break. I have seen this film a couple of times, and I don't know why I blew by this the first couple times, but this morning I sat there in tears watching the conversation you had with an amazing woman, woman who empowered many other women in Kenya. And... I looked at that and I said, if she can do that, I am blown away by what we might be able to do here with all the resources. I wonder if you would share a little bit of that story. Well, Wangari Madai, and, and this was, uh, there was a sort of round beauty to the making of this film. I, I was having a difficult time finding a Nobel laureate to speak to me about environmental issues uh, and um which are certainly one of the you know larger areas of concern. And um, Wangari Madai, right at the time I was trying to determine who I was going to interview for the film in this area, was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. And she is mm -hmm. the founder of the Greenbelt Movement in Kenya, which has been responsible for planting, I think, now almost 35 million trees in mm -hmm. Kenya and uh, is expanding their work all over the world. And not only have they... They've reversed, uh, to a great extent, deforestation in uh, Kenya. They've empowered the, uh, the people of Kenya in a way that no one's ever really tried before. And they've, they've trained them. It's mostly women who work, they work with. Yeah. They've trained poor women in Kenya to plant seeds, raise seedlings, transplant the seedlings, and grow trees. They've also taught them to be more subs uh, self-subsistent and to grow basically organically in the traditional Kenyan methods to grow uh, food crops for their families and you know the Kenyan agriculture had kind of gone to a cash crop you know grow tea grow coffee sell it and and uh, the results really were not good and <laughs> so they're getting back to who they were to begin with and it's a development at the 
most basic level, and these women in Kenya all over Kenya are making ten cents a tree to to plant these uh, trees. And ten cents doesn't sound like very much money, but if you plant a hundred or a thousand trees, that's cash, as Wangari points out, that will put clothing on your kids, that will put food on the table, and that will pay school tuition and and get an education for your kids and. It's really been a transformative uh, effort in Kenya, and Wangari is a great inspiration. They've actually, she's recently challenged the world to plant a billion trees, and uh, and as one of the means of uh, you know reversing environmental decline and re- reversing uh, combating global warming and and developing uh, areas of the world that need development. Well, and I love her challenge. I mean, she would be someone that I would love to bring here. Let me tell you, I was so struck by a couple of things throughout the film. And again, maybe it was because I watched it really in the in the dark hours of the morning here in the privacy of my, my home with a couple of candles. Maybe it was that that touched me. Maybe it's just the time of the year. Maybe it's you. I don't know. But I'll tell you, as she cried through that interview, I couldn't help but cry. And I, I got really in touch with what what that what the tears were about, and this is what I want to thank you for because on this day, as we get forward to Thanksgiving, I want to thank you. I want to thank you so deeply for what you have done to create an opening for people to step forward and have made it so easy yet so completely passionate. What touched me about every aspect of the film, actually, Turk, but about her, was the footage you captured with the women and there was a scene with yourself and what cap what i what i was totally struck by was how they handled these baby seedlings these 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 teeny little trees and i watched their hands and how gentle they were and how they dug the ground with their hands i watched this and I looked at their the, their faces and their intensity, and you could see how grateful they were, and how very very gently they placed this tree. This was truly watching acts of love. The, the, those women were really extraordinary, and they were just ordinary women who participate in the Green Belt movement. Um, and they live in the mountains north of Nairobi, and and I found someone to take me up there and. Meet. I said, I want to go see what these women do. I want to meet their families. And my Swahili, they don't speak any English. My Swahili pretty much begins and ends with jumbo. And uh, <laughs> they, um, I just was, it was just such a wonderful experience. And this was towards the end of the filming on the movie. If you watch the credits, uh, we started like a regular documentary in the early interviews. There's a full documentary crew, multiple cameras and cameramen and audio and lighting and grips. And as we ran out of money, <laughs> My wife produced this movie, and I directed and wrote it. As we began to run out of money, the crews got smaller and smaller. So the time, by the time we got to London to shoot with Sir Joseph Rotblat in his home uh, into India to film with children in India and with the Marches in, it was down to just two of us. And... Uh, time I got to Kenya, it was just me. Oh, well, and, I have to tell you, didn't you didn't? I, if you didn't tell me that, I would not know that that happened. Because whatever you were doing, I'm going to tell you, you were in the magic of it. We're going to take a short break, Turk. When we come back, we're going to share lots more about the film Nobility. We're going to talk about how you can bring it into your living room. We're going to talk about some of the other aspects of the film. And the Dr. Pat Show will be right back. Turning over TV stations, situations running through my head. Are you ready for the 12 minutes Simone's own miracle? 
Transform any self-defeating internal images into spectacular masterpieces of happiness and success in only 12 minutes. The Simone Zone is a revolutionary empowerment technique that uses cutting-edge audiovisual technology. Get ready to shift negative energy and change it to positive energy now. Visit thesimonezone.com and try this free technique. That's thesimonezone.com. Turk Pipkin joins the Dr. Pat Show, introducing his new documentary, Nobelity, combining the insights of nine distinguished Nobel laureates. This documentary features conversations with these laureates and gives their insight into the world's most pressing problems and possible solutions. Powerfully motivating, Pipkin's journey across the world reveals how one person can change the world, and every person has the opportunity to do so. For more information, please visit nobelitythemovie.com or call 1-800-424-2593. The Empowerment Partnership. Empowering the lives of thousands of people around the world just like you. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. To learn more, call 1-800-800-MIND or go to www.nlp.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. New Spirit Journal is a publication dedicated to informing, inspiring, uplifting, and amusing you, our readers. Within its pages, you will find articles and resources that make you think, feel, question, and sometimes chuckle. New Spirit Journal provides a forum for living, growing, and learning. Our writers and advertisers have something to share with the rest of the community and are as diverse as the community itself. They are regular people just like you. At New Spirit, we see every day as a new adventure. New Spirit Journal is available at 425 locations from Bellingham to Olympia and the East Side. Get your copy today and have yourself an adventure or visit us on the web at NewSpiritJournal.com. Again, that's NewSpiritJournal.com. Hi, this is Dr. Scott Lynch from Crown Hill Chiropractic. Starting Wednesday, November 22nd, we are offering a special promotion for the Dr. Pat listeners where you can go into an office near you and have a complimentary, i.e. free, wellness checkup for your child. Call me at 206-782-8800 or email me at info at crownhillchiropractic.com for an office near you. And once again, that's 206-782-8800 or email me at info at crownhillchiropractic.com More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 11.50 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. You know, I sit here in the air that I breathe. I am so grateful. I am so grateful for being able to bring this show to you every day. I am so grateful for each and every one of you that listens to this show. You have been and are one of the most phenomenal listeners anywhere on the planet. You have heard me say that. I have met a lot of you. You are absolutely divine. And it is that I want to share with you each day I wake up and what excites me is being able to come and bring you the show and the programming that we do and you're going to see us 
as we move forward, do that in a much bigger way. You're going to be invited to participate. We've got sponsors coming on that are going to give you gifts, uh, three-month coaching sessions. We, we've just got so much that we want to give back to you, as does my guest today. Uh, briefly talking with Turk earlier in the show, this is an individual that began his journey. Turk began his journey. He was looking for answers, answers about the kind of world that his children and grandchildren would know. I mean, many of us are in search of this. This led him across America, Europe, and India, Kenya, and we're just giving you just a snippet of what you'll see in this film. And Turk, I I want to continue this because you had a profound awakening uh, during your trip to Kenya, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Sir Joe, but I think that it's so important for people to really know how you actually made a commitment to follow up with Jody's challenge. Well, when we were talking, we were talking about Wangari Madai and the Greenbelt Movement in Kenya, and I wanted to, to go meet some school kids in Kenya, and, and I visited a few schools. And at one of the schools, I, I, I purchased some tree seedlings, and it's in the film. You see some shots of me planting trees with these kids at a primary school. It's in the mountains of Kenya in a very rural area. And I asked the headmaster after we planted these trees, how come some trees that the, the kids had planted at earlier with the Greenbelt Movement w- weren't all thriving? Some of them seemed to be dying, and he said that, uh, even though they were elementary school kids, he was uh, he'd assigned each kid a tree to water. But uh, sometimes it was just uh, they didn't have time. It was too far to walk to get the water and bring it to the tree. And I said, well, how far is the water? And he said, it's a mile and a quarter. And, you know, these very young children are walking a mile and a quarter to get water for trees. And I said, well, what about drinking water? And he said, it, it's a mile and a quarter. And, and they were drinking, you know, they're drinking surface uh, water, and which makes them sick and uh, the recent UN development uh, report uh, for Africa basically says that the best, best prescription for African children is a clean glass of water. And I, um, this was well before that report came out. But I said, look, if these kids are walking a mile and a quarter for water, you know, I can build a water system for this school. I don't know where I'll come up with the money, but um, but I will come up with the money. And and so we're headed back over. That was really the the ba- the the foundation of our nonprofit that grew out of this movie. The nonprofit is called the Nobility Project, and I just thought back to Jody saying, pick an issue that's important to you, and I, I thought, well, this one's important to me. So the Nobility Project is at nobility.org, N-O-B-E-L-I-T-Y.org, which is one of the places that you can get this movie. I mean, it's at Amazon and Barnes & Noble and Borders and their video rental companies, but uh, uh, it's great when people come to the nonprofit because they can learn a little more about the issues, and we make a little money out of every sale to uh, fund these projects we do. Well, I mean, we're we're looking at the next level always, uh, and this is what I what I'm so struck by. Uh, I mean, I I have to tell you, I I had to really think. Oh my gosh, as I go into this next uh, six weeks, this is important six weeks for us. We get to renew our contract here, uh, the conversations around that. What do we want to bring into the world? Your film leaves that question deeply embedded in in my heart because it's got to be important for me to make sure that first. First of all, I'm responsible and accountable to my listeners. That's very important. And the other thing, to the world. And so as you've done this, you have then gone on to talk to some of the most incredible individuals. And we touched on your work in the foundation. But also there's another challenge that's left from this film. And that comes from Sir Joe, doesn't it? Yes, Sir Sir Joseph Robblatt. And now we're getting into really big issues. And Sir Joseph Robblatt 
worked at Los Alamos on the first uh, atomic bomb, and he left Los Alamos actually when it was learned that the Germans were not going to be able to build a, a nuclear weapon, and he concluded that it was a mistake for us to do so. Um, he, he later uh, worked with um, Albert Einstein on the founding, of, on, you know, issuing of a letter that called for a banning of nuclear weapons. It was really Einstein's last act, and so essentially Einstein's uh, Einstein passed the, the the torch to Joseph Rotblatt, saying, "You need to get out there, and you need to. Someone needs to take the helm of trying to end uh, this nuclear madness that the world is entering into." And for the next uh, 50 years, uh, that's exactly what Joseph Rotblatt did. He founded a group called Pugwash, and um, he, we you know, we've made a lot of progress actually in limiting nuclear weapons through the 80s and early 90s, and we've signed. Uh, uh, treaties and uh, America has commitments to uh, reduce our nuclear weapons arsenal that we're now no longer uh, living up to. Um, but I had the pleasure to, to film with Rob Blatt when he was 96 years old in his home in London. How about that home with the paperwork on? Oh, that, you know, you took me back to my days at Bell Labs when I used to be in the offices of so many absolutely phenomenal scientists. And you'd walk in their room and you'd have to step over the piles of paper to get the, even get to their mail. His were floor to ceiling everywhere in a very large office and in two large piles right down the middle of it. Uh, they actually have, uh, they have a, uh, a group of uh, people in there cataloging it all now since he's passed away, and they estimate it's going to take them five years just to catalog it all. But he, he was truly a beautiful, wonderful old man with a great twinkle in his eye, and, you know, his challenge to the world was to, you know, to wake up him. You know, we, there are still over 30,000 nuclear weapons in the world. And as Joe pointed out to me, there aren't enough targets in the world for all these nuclear weapons. Most of them belong to the United States, and they work against us in many ways, when not only because it's very extraordinarily expensive to maintain these things and to keep them safe and secure and have them in a state of readiness, but also because they work against us in that when a country like Iran or North Korea says we were going to build a nuclear weapon and we say, oh, no, you're not, well, the rest of the world doesn't take our, our admonition nearly so seriously because we have tens of thousands of nuclear weapons. And uh, so we're perceived by much of the world to... To really have a, a biased point of view on the issue, and uh, it, anything could go wrong over the long period of history with the accidental, you know, launching of one of these weapons, and not to mention if some world leader decided they wanted to, but either accidentally or intentionally, we risk uh, the loss of our race by the existence of these weapons, and we need to raise our voices and say. Enough is enough. We want to spend our money on things that will have positive effect in the world, not spend our money on things that risk the potential destruction of the world. Well, you know, with that in mind, this is truly, as we've said before, an invitation. It's an invitation to really, you know, uh, you know, I'm not saying go out and don't enjoy your Thanksgiving. That's not it. Enjoy it. Be right in it. Put on the, the best fun suit you know how to put on. And as you're doing that, think about a place in your heart where you can take an action because that's what we're doing. As a matter of fact, we're going to take an action right now. We're going to open up the phone lines, and uh, I would like to gift one of you that calls in with a question for Turk uh, a copy of this movie. Uh, and the way to do that is very simple. That is that toll-free number, so it don't matter where you are. You can just be calling from just any old place around the country. 1-800-930-2819. This is a question. We're inviting you on air. 
And uh, we're going to kind of get the first uh, person that uh, zips in here uh, online with your question with Turk. We're going to give you a copy of the film. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. And um, as usual, the phones are lighting up. I wanted to invite our listeners into the conversation, Turk. Um, and part of the, the idea of Thanksgiving is to really demonstrate that and create the change. One of the things that I, I wanted to, to talk with you about is as you were filming, as you were traveling, you shared a little bit about your challenges, how this idea of you, you ran out of money. But you did not stop. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, <laughs> no, I don't think I ever, uh, I don't think once we started uh, there was ever any possibility we're going to stop. And, you know, and I... I never intended to start this nonprofit that my wife and I seem to be spending full time running, uh, uh, and I don't think there's any stopping that either. You know, I still have a career as an actor and as a writer and one thing and another, but I'm going to have a lot less time for those other things. You never know where life's going to take you, but I tell you what, there's zero regrets uh, in everything that's come out of this film, and it's uh, made me stronger. I've actually never talked to anyone in all my experiences through this, uh, and you know. It, at any point in my life, who's become more involved in what's going on in the world and more involved with other people, um, who hasn't been, you know, hasn't reaped tremendous rewards. And, you know, if I give thanks, I, you know, I just give thanks for the opportunity to, uh, to be able to get out there and uh, talk to people about these things. It's, you know, it's so wonderful and I believe in them and they've just made my family and I, I think uh, the strongest and the happiest we've ever been. It's, and I can hear it in your voice. We want to make some people happy as well. Uh, one of the things we're doing in partnering with Turk is that for those of you that are listening to the show, uh, we've created a special discount on the movie, and we've made it very easy for oh, you to fantastic. do that. Yeah, and they don't. All they have to do is go to my website. We've got a beautiful, beautiful banner of Nobility, uh, and it's that simple. It's a twenty percent off of the retail price of this movie, and uh, we're going to keep that up there for a, a limited time and uh so uh www.thedrpatshow.com and that is the way you're going to hear lots more about this we're going to have uh, uh, announcements regularly but this is a special offering we have on the movie for the listeners you're going to love it you're going to want to play it we're going to take a short break turk when we come back more with the dr pat show and turk pipkin and nobility stay tuned everyone we've got our caller waiting to come on Julie, where have you been? Benny, I just returned from a fabulous seminar with Karen Ramsey, learning about how my relationship to money is holding me back from living the life I want. Well, I can't seem to save enough money to contribute to an IRA these days, but I think, you know, it's just too late to start now. Well, Benny, I see that you just bought yourself a latte this morning, and how many times a day do you do that? Uh, well, I'd say like two or three times a day, but I mean, seriously, what's your point, Julie? If you save the money you spend on just one latte a day, you'd easily be able to contribute $1,400 a year to your IRA. No kidding. Huh, I never thought about it that way. Well, Karen Ramsey says it's never too late to start no matter where you are. And the sooner you start, the better. Well, you know, that's fine with people with money, but how can someone like me afford financial advice from someone like Karen Ramsey? Well, you don't need to be wealthy to get excellent financial advice. In fact, why not tune into her new show beginning October 12th and learn about the myths about money that keep us from living the lives we're meant to live. And visit her on the web at caringmoney.com. That's caringmoney.com. 
your mission if you choose to accept it. It's to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals, dreams, and vision. The Inquiring Mind is your partner. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. as Stephanie Durham, professional life coach, presents ACES. Authenticity, choices, empowerment, and success. Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute, Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. Call us toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. Turk Pipkin joins the Dr. Pat Show, introducing his new documentary, Nobility, combining the insights of nine distinguished Nobel laureates. This documentary features conversations with these laureates and gives their insight into the world's most pressing problems and possible solutions. Powerfully motivating, Pipkin's journey across the world reveals how one person can change the world, and every person has the opportunity to do so. For more information, please visit nobilitythemovie.com or call 1-800-424-2593. Call the Oprah of radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Alternative to what? Alternative to everything else out there on the radio. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone, and happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving to you. Every day is Thanksgiving right here on the Dr. Pat Show. We want to really honor and thank Turk Pipkin for joining us today because we are thrilled about his courage to take this movie out into the world. Again, the easiest way to get hooked up with all of this is go to www.thedrpatshow.com, a huge banner on the site. You're going to hear lots more about what we're doing to support the film and in the spirit of oneness. So let's go to the phones, Benny. I believe we have a few callers online, and you've done such a fabulous job working the show today, as usual. Thank you very much there, Dr. Pat. We're going to run off to Melissa, who is the winner of the movie for Nobility, and let's bring her on board with us now. Hello, Melissa. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you, Dr. Pat. I appreciate this. Uh, I, I have a question, and my question is, um, First of all, how, how can we raise the consciousness of the world? I mean, how would you change the world to want peace when we know that world leaders, um, it would be so hard. I mean, we can disarm, but can we really uh, trust? And like, there's so much distrust. That's a great question. It is a great question, That's Melissa. a great question. Um, there- Clearly, you know, when you talk about, you know, we have agreements. I mean, you don't just, we wouldn't unilaterally get rid of every nuclear weapon we have, nor or am I proposing, or these Nobel laureates proposing that we no longer have a military or we no longer have a defense. But I think that what the laureates are really talking about sort of in general, and they all seem to come back to this issue, which is that we spend an enormous amount of money 
on weapons and war, uh, you know, in ratios of hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of times what we spend on education or health care, global health assistance, uh, global disparities, or almost any other area, or any other area, or all the other areas combined. So what we're talking about is a little more balance in, in what we do in the world. With regard to nuclear weapons, I think they, they stand a little bit aside. You can't... Um, you know, you can't disinvent nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, so ultimately, if we can convince uh, Russia, who is the nation obviously has the second largest amount of n- nuclear weapons, and the other countries out there that we need to continue the soft talks and reduce the number of nuclear weapons in the world, ultimately we're going to have to come up with frameworks in the world, and this may be the work of our lifetime or our children's lifetime, but mm-hmm. to uh, avoid these global conflicts which risk the existence of the world. But I think there is a great... You know, if you ask any single person in this world, anyone, whether they favor peace, they will say yes. No one is in favor of war, yet wars happen. And uh, one of the reasons they happen is because we don't have the alternative dialogues to war. Um, When we went to war in Iraq, it was only a question of, you know, demonstrating whether there were weapons of mass destruction or not weapons of mass destruction. And and it really wasn't a question of if what is this going to cost us as a nation uh, in monetary costs, in the lives of our soldiers, and the lives of people in Iraq. And if you even just take the monetary costs, what could we do with uh, with those with that money uh, that might achieve the same results? Uh, Dr. Harold Varmus is in the film. He's the head of Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. And yeah. Former director of the National Institute of Health, he says, take the money we spent in Iraq, and this was the money we'd spent about two years ago, and you could address basically every global health concern that we is of major concern to us. And the, the positive results in the world would have been huge, and including positive results for those who wish to harm America. Yeah, not, not only that, you could have provided health care for everyone in the country. Yeah. I mean, that, so, that was a statement that um, um, I think Dr. Noram Shealy made in my interview with him last week. Uh, Melissa's question, Turk, is, is one that we're really touching on today, because the bottom line with this is raising consciousness, every single one of us can step out and do that. And imagine if every one of us... T- takes an action right just like you've done i mean what you've done is raise the bar on awareness and information every one of us can take that action and as we each take an action don't you think that we could have an influence over the way the direction of the world i I, I truly believe we do and i actually believe we're at a historic turning point in human history and that we're at a time when when Americans, just like every every other person in the world, are really getting to the point of saying enough is enough. And, you know, it's our responsibility to speak out. One of the things I like about our the nobility.org site is there's a, you know, contact your elected officials. Now, this is, this is a, you know, on Thanksgiving when you sit around and you want to talk about what you're thankful for and what you can do, you know, talking about what's going on in the world is one of the responsibilities of democracy, just as your show talks about what's going on in the world. And, you know, you can go, contact your elected officials. You can, through our website, you can link to votesmart.org. You put in your zip code, and you'll have a, a list of phone numbers, emails, names, uh, addresses for everyone from your dog catcher to the President of the United States. And I can promise you that your U.S. Senator probably gets only a handful of contacts from their constituents about the issues we're talking about today in in any given year. And if thousands and thousands of people out there stand up and say, 
enough is enough. We don't want to spend what we spend on war. We want to be part of the solution. We want America to be a leader of the world in the area of positive change that these elected officials will respond. Well, and, um, and so you have to talk about it, and then you have to take action. Absolutely. That's what this is about. And you have to give thanks. You have to give thanks that you have the freedom to actually talk about it and give, and give thanks. Well, I mean, that. I just think how wonderful that... How wonderful that we live in a nation where you can contact your elected I'm telling you. And that they will respond. Uh, you're absolutely right. As a matter of fact, I called a number of different people running, and, and I really, and as a matter of fact, got a hold of two of them, and I said, do me a favor, please stop. Stop the bashing. Stand up there and say what you are for. There's no need for you to be playing the game you're playing. Let's come out and build a platform and have a conversation. And that's what I love about my show and what people say about it. Because what you're doing, what I'm doing, transcends politics, transcends, you know, religious differences. It is a conversation about honoring the dignity of the human spirit. Let's go to the phones, Benny. Sounds good there, Dr. Pat. That was a great response. And uh, let's go to Nancy from Bellevue. Hi, Nancy. Welcome to the show. Let me introduce you to Turk. Hi, Nancy. Uh, yes. Yeah. Welcome to the show. You're live. Oh yes. Hi. Hi. My my question is, how can we best channel energy to encourage a Manhattan type project to work towards stopping global warming? Because that's what it's going to take, and no one is uh, really doing that on the scale that we need. We need. Great. You know, a tremendous effort starting yesterday. Great question, man. Oh, man. project is a good way to describe it. Uh, it's, it's another race to the moon is another way to look at it. Um, Rick Smalley yes. is one of the Nobel laureates in this film. He has since passed away to leukemia. Um, he is a nanotechnology pioneer who is dedicating his life to solving the uh, energy crisis. And, you know, obviously solving the energy crisis and coming up with a, a new oil with a clean, renewable, non-polluting source of energy for all the world uh, is what we need. And not only to guarantee our economic and energy prosperity, uh, but also to uh, stop global warming. And, you know, how can we do it on a large scale and on a quick scale? You know, to Bush's credit, he's talked a, a, a good bit in recent years, which is what Dr. Smalley had been asking him to do about science initiatives and about funding and about promoting these kind of programs, but they're not really funding them. We really need we really need to challenge America to step up and take this lead. Um, solar power is, in all likelihood, going to be um, the biggest part of the solution. Um, we have a, roughly a thousand times more solar power hitting the earth every every day than we need to supply the energy needs of 10 billion people and. Um, we just need to uh, invest uh, in the infrastructure and the research to go out there and build the systems to capture the solar power, to transmit it to the places where we need it, and to store it at night when the sun's not shining. But you're exactly right. We need to challenge it, and we need to fund it. Right now, we're funding, so we're sending uh, subsidies uh, to uh, oil companies, and the oil companies are having ref record taxes. Maybe those subsidies should be going to uh, renewable energy. Yes, thank you, Turk. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you so much for for tuning in and asking these questions. I've got so many lights blowing up here with callers that I think, Turk, you will, uh, if, if you will, I would love to invite you back and create a show that is around our listeners' questions um, because I, I, the response here is off the hook. Well, uh, I'd, we've I'd got be the happy lights lighting up. Yeah, and what I want to say to all of the, the listeners, uh, you just heard me create this. 
invitation. And uh, we will create the invitation to bring Turk back. And we'll create a show where you can send your questions in in advance. And we'll make sure that we cover them. And we'll take questions on air if, Turk, you would be willing to do that. I'd be delighted. I want to thank you again so much for joining the show today. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, what is your personal message for everyone listening? You know, I have my personal message is that I am, have really been struck in the last six months we've been screening this movie for people all over the country and in churches and theaters and schools and civic centers. And, and I've just really been struck by how much Americans care about what's going on in the world, how frustrated they are to, to not that they're in a place where they haven't been able to take action. And I, I think that, you know, what we're learning is that that's not really where we are at all, that we have all the means at our disposal uh, to get out there, to get to learn more, and to uh, talk to our friends and talk to everyone we know about these issues. And I, over the Thanksgiving table in my house is a great place to talk about them and to say, you know, there's something I want to do. I don't know what it is. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out today. And I'm going to get to work on it. And I'm going to kick butt and do it. Thank you, Turk. Thank you all for listening. Happy whatever day to you. Give thanks and blessings. Views expressed on the preceding program are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers.